Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I'm going to share with you something you might already know, but the topic today is how ridiculous The New York Times is. Fun fact, in 2013, the lead editorial of the New York Times attacked my defense of your Second Amendment. The New York Times claimed that I had dangerous ideas merely because I stood up for your constitutional rights and I was not afraid to make the case that mindless gun control restrictions harm women. Today, I will highlight for you a recent piece in the New York Times entitled, A Beloved Bar Owner Was Skeptical About the Virus and Then He Took a Cruise. This piece tells the sad story about Joe Joyce, who died earlier this month. There are few experiences in life that are harder than losing a parent, and my prayers and sympathies go out to the family of Joe Joyce. He doesn't deserve to be used by the New York Times to attack President Trump. We learn from the New York Times that Joe Joyce owned a local hangout in Brooklyn, New York. He and his wife took a cruise to Spain on March 1st, and they returned to New York on March 14th. On March 27th, his daughter called an ambulance because she was concerned about his health. On April 9th, the New York Times reports that Joe Joyce died of COVID-19. So today's episode, I want to share with you that the New York Times, through this article, gives us yet another fake news piece that repeats Democrat Party talking points and lacks any evidence of its key assertions. Using the death of bar owner Joe Joyce from Brooklyn, the New York Times attempts to blame President Trump and Fox News for Mr. Joyce's death. I have three points about this that I want to share with you today. First, this article is a clear attempt by the New York Times to try to blame the death of Joe Joyce on President Trump and Fox News. Now, the article quotes Joe Joyce's daughter saying he watched Fox and he believed the virus was under control. The article also quotes Joe Joyce's daughter saying, quote, if Trump had gone on TV with a mask, with a mask on and had said, hey, this is serious, I don't think my father would have gone on the cruise to Spain. So fascinating because a little more window into the New York Times, which chose to print this piece and the author of this piece, the viewpoint was, quote, if the, quote, liberal media was telling us a plague was coming and it would be devastating, why should anyone believe it? So clearly the article of this author and the New York Times in choosing to publish this piece is trying to put the blame on President Trump and on Fox News. The article goes into how Joe Joyce watched watch Fox News and uh, some of the hosts like Hannity were reporting on the coronavirus. Now this article completely leaves out that the WHO, the World Health Organization, opposed President Trump's travel bans from China at the very outset of this in January. They said that the travel restrictions were unnecessary. This article, and by comparison, the New York Times itself as well, leaves out that MSNBC, CNN, and their talking heads 
were saying that the coronavirus was equivalent to the flu, and then they called Trump a racist and a xenophobe for imposing travel restrictions from travel from China. This article, and by extension the New York Times, leaves out how Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden opposed President Trump's travel restrictions and called Trump a xenophobe. This article leaves out major Democrat politicians like Nancy Pelosi and Bill de Blasio publicly encouraging Americans to go out in public, especially to Chinatown. This article leaves out any allocation of blame for Governor Cuomo of New York State. He's the head of the state, which is, if you're following the news, it's the epicenter of the virus in the United States. So I think it's pretty clear that the article is trying to pin the blame for Joe Joyce's death on President Trump and Fox News, and yet it doesn't give any any indication that they're aware of anything else that was going on at CNN, MSNBC, by any of the Democrat politicians, and it shows that it's not really giving evidence for its assertions. The second point I want to share with you about how ridiculous the New York Times is and how this article is yet more proof of the ridiculous nature of the New York Times, the article tries to build up to its proof and then it lacks the evidence. Buried in the end of the article is this sentence, quote, it is possible that Joe Joyce did not contract the coronavirus on a trip to Spain, end quote. Anyone paying attention to the news knows that New York State, and particularly New York City, which is where Brooklyn is, is an epicenter of the virus in America, and Joe Joyce was a bar owner who went to work one day after going on this cruise to Spain. So if you're going to charge President Trump and Fox News with responsibility for this man's death, you should be able to have evidence that points to that, and this is yet another example where this article in the New York Times has completely failed to make the case. My third point today is that the New York Times, as I've said many times on this show, like the Democrats, it projects its hatred onto Republicans, but it can't prove it. And in the article itself, it is self-contradictory. So let me explain this. There was a, one line in this article that really upset me. Let me quote it for you. Quote, where these voters, meaning Trump supporters, align is not in the right's hatred of the marginalized, but in its distrust of the news. This jumped out at me. In fact, I even underlined it because it asserted in a bald-faced manner that the right, meaning the Republican Party, hates the marginalized. And this is just like a fact in this article. And so this is an article that the New York Times decided to run as a news piece and to say that they're accepting this framing that the Republican Party hates the marginalized is so offensive. And you're insulting half of the country who either belonged to the Republican Party or supported President Trump in the 2016 election. 
And then what was the best part about it is that the article contradicts itself. So it's introduced us to Joe Joyce as a Trump supporter. It makes a bald claim that the right, meaning the Republican Party and Trump supporters, they hate marginalized communities. And yet they go to explain that Joe Joyce, who sounds like someone we would all love to know and have in our family and our community, says Joe was someone who was always ready to help talking about his fundraising commitment to many types of helping organizations in his community, like food banks, charities for children, the neighborhood theater program. And then it goes on to try and say something that seems like it's this big revelation. It says, Joe Joyce was a Trump supporter who chose selectively from the menu of current Republican ideologies, freely rejecting what didn't suit him. That sounds good to me, and that sounds like how most Republicans approach the platform of their party. Nobody agrees 100% with any organization that they're with, I would say, at least in my experience, and certainly there are things that are more appealing to us, and that's why the Republican Party tries to be a big, big tent, and unlike the Democrats that don't allow pro-life uh, Democrats in the party anymore, the Republicans have a lot of variety of views on things. So. It's so fascinating that this article tries to say that the Republican Party wouldn't welcome that. They, they want to bring people into the coalition. And then back to this idea that this article in the New York Times by extension is saying that the right or the Republican Party or Trump, support, Trump supporters hate the marginalized. Listen to this. The New York Times supports the unlimited license of the abortion regime in our country right now. And yet, according to the Centers for Disease Control, New York State has the highest rate, ratio, and overall numbers of abortions of all reporting U.S. states. One might say that the most marginalized person in the United States right now is the unwanted aborted child. But you won't hear that from the New York Times. So in conclusion, the New York Times, through this article about this very admirable man, Joe Joyce, gives us yet another fake news article that repeats Democrat Party talking points and lacks any evidence of its key assertions. The New York Times projects its hateful attitude onto those who hold differing political views, and this is nothing new. I'm Gail Trotter. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe below, hit the bell notifications, and comment about what topic you would like me to cover next. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com, and also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.